I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're about to go live on Instagram, uh, 15, 20 minutes, answer all the questions that we have sent in. Just waiting for people to join the live now and then we'll get stuck into any questions that people have. G'day guys, uh, welcome to the live. Any questions you guys have got, jump on for 15, 20 minutes or so. Uh, anything Rugby League you want to talk about, Supercoach, whatever it might be, send your questions through, we can get stuck into them. I agree. Well, Broncos play finals. Uh, yeah, interesting on the Brisbane Broncos. Well, they were really impressive the other night. I think they've only got more improvement in them. But I look at that top eight, and I just can't work out who's going to drop out of there, to be honest with you. I mean, Canberra is probably the common answer, but I thought the Raiders were in, did incredibly well to hang in that game the other day. And I just think, in general, their squad, it's a top eight squad. Uh, obviously, the Panthers and the Roosters weren't in, overly impressive on the weekend, the Roosters in particular. But I just think... They got good coaches. They'll sort their shit out, and I think they'll be there towards the back end. So Brisbane, I definitely think they've got the squad to make it. And, I mean, they showed last year that they could have been a top four team if it wasn't for the bed shit at the end of the season. Uh, so I refuse to rule the Broncos out of the top eight. But if I had to write it down right now, uh, I'd probably find it hard to get Brisbane in there. But I think there's going to be probably 10 or 11 top eight quality teams this year, and some of them are going to have to miss out, which is how you want this competition to be. What's your KFC order, Guru? Uh, absolutely hammered KFC on the way up to Armadale. Uh, definitely a zinger sort of guy, zinger burger, whatever it might be. I am no stranger to uh, a couple of wicked wings as well, just quietly. Hey, bro, what do you think of the Bulldogs? Uh, yeah, mate, pretty disappointing start to the – or very disappointing start to the season, let's call it what it is. I love the squad they're building, though, and I still think Canterbury – you're building for the next two to three years, realistically. I don't think you you know, I don't have them in my top eight this year. I don't think many people do. And I think if you did, you probably took them out the other day, realistically. So I think Canterbury's building. The Luke Thompson injury really hurt them as well. I don't think it would have turned that game or anything, but that's a real stinger to lose a leader and an experienced forward like him before a ball's kick. So I feel a bit sorry for you, Canterbury fans. Very tough. Hi, Guru from New Zealand. Thanks, Samson. Appreciate it, mate. Hope you're doing well. Uh, Bally Campbell, Titans for the top eight. I don't think so, mate. As I said, I would have Brisbane on top of the Titans. And at the moment, I can't get the Broncos in there. So I uh, can't have the Titans in there. Uh, 
Thoughts on a moan? Yeah, I don't really know too much about the situation, to be honest with you. Uh, I just saw that he's, he's allowed to play now. So, you know, if it's all play on, good as gold. I think the Dragons need him. Uh, ran into him at the end of last year. Had a good chat to him one day, actually. R- really nice guy. I was really disappointed when all this sort of stuff happened. And, uh, yeah, I heard the entire time that he was going to be playing uh, eventually. Uh, so it is good to see. So I'm looking forward to watching a moan. And once again, I think the Dragons need him. But as far as the details of the whole thing goes, guys, I... Don't have the slightest idea. Who do you think will win the comp? Uh, I still think the Panthers will bounce back, to be honest with you. I'm not putting a cross through them just yet. I thought Panthers, Roosters at the start of the season, and they were probably the two most underwhelming teams based on our expectations to start round one. But I still think that Ivan Cleary and the Penrith Panthers will get it all sorted very soon. Will Marshu play? I believe he will, uh, but we'll see how that plays out. It's obviously a hit pointer injury, which we told you guys last week. Uh, the rumours about him being overlooked, I'm not quite sure where they came from. It was always an injury, hit pointer injury. I reckon he will play this weekend, to be honest with you, mate. Uh, but if not, I think he'll definitely play next weekend. Will Sonny Luke play more than 25 minutes this week? I don't know, mate. I would, but uh, as we said on Bloke in a Bar, there is always the potential that he's carrying an injury, uh, that they're just easing him back in. So we'll see how it plays out, but I think the eventual the long-term plan will be him to play 55-odd minutes, which is what I would do right now if we can. But guys like Ivan Cleary, uh, there's always a reason why they do things. Good coaches, there's always reasons behind what they do. And I would assume that there is a reason behind what he's done with Sonny Luke in week one. Uh, how do cows find punch off the bench while Luch and Luke are out? Yeah, it is a concern for them at the moment, but I think it's uh, it's a matter of time till they solve that, obviously. Obviously, Highland Luki, he'll be back very soon, and I think you'll see Luciano Leilua back by round 12 or 13, so that'll add great punch. I think you'll probably see Leilua eventually earn a starting spot on the edge, then you have Cohen Hess coming off the pine, so I think the Cowboys will be just fine. I love the system they're building up there at the moment. Is Brian Toto a hold? Yeah, look, we got beers and break-evens dropping 3 p.m. Uh, Wednesday afternoon. Myself and Timmy Williams go through a stack of your questions. Uh, I wouldn't be panicking too much in round one. Uh, you've got... You know, you've got boost now too, so I would wait until the end of round two and then make all your decisions. Unless your team's a complete fucking bed shit, which some of them will be, uh, I would be waiting until round three to make all your rash decisions. And use a boost if you have to. That's the point of the early rounds to get it right. But I just think that there's a lot of guys that people are going to bring in and change around and use three or four trades this week. And then if something goes wrong, injuries, whatever it might be, uh, it could be a nightmare. Also, guys like Carm Pierre got eight or whatever. I mean, if he comes out this weekend and scores two, to three tries, which he could, he's got the potential to do, all of a sudden you'll want him back. Um, and remember, with the first week, guys, we'll talk about it more on beers and break evens. It's a rolling average, so that round one score stays in the rolling average for one week and then it's out. So a guy like Egan Butcher, who I think he scored 32, he had a sin bin, he missed 10 minutes on the field. So uh, you add another 10 points to his score, you add another five or six for the 10 minutes he was off the field, five, let's say. Like all of a sudden he's at a 45 to 50 point score in the worst game of the season that the Roosters will probably play in. So I just wouldn't panic too early about your supercoach trades, but we'll have Timmy Williams and myself on beers and break evens talking tomorrow. Uh, dogs to bounce back against Storm without money. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Uh, obviously, round two is bounce back round. It's one of my favorite rounds of every single season, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, obviously, round one's opening round. Round two is bounce back round. Round three, uh, that's the desperation stakes. And normally, there's one game uh, where you've got two teams that haven't won in the first two rounds, which is unreal to see. This week, got a heap of bounce back games coming our way that I can't wait for. Tigers Newcastle is an example of one. Uh, I think there's another one as well. I think Parramatta's game. I think they're in a bounce back game as well. 
well. So very keen to see who comes out on top in those ones. Uh, can Cowboys win the comp? I definitely think they can. Uh, thoughts on Couchman debuting and the minutes he will play? I don't think you'll get a stack of minutes, to be honest with you, mate, but congratulations to Toby Couchman. I haven't seen enough of him to comment too heavily, uh, but from people that I trust their opinions, they rate him very highly. So... I know that Jamie Sowell's got a big rap on him. I spoke to Jamie in the preseason about guys to keep an eye on, and I think this is one of the names that came up. So very excited for him. It'd be great to see. Would you pick up Egan to play over Tanner in draft? Uh, I assume you mean Wade Egan, mate. Uh, yeah, I, I just don't panic too much about Tanner Boyd. You drafted him for a reason. Just because he had one quiet game to start, don't panic. Uh, he might get Fafita for the next few weeks again. I don't know what they're going to do there. They might let him roam a little bit more as well. So I wouldn't panic on Tanner Boyd just yet, uh, and I wouldn't be dropping him either. If you can if you can pick up Egan by dropping someone else, by all means, mate, go for it. But do not drop Tanner Boyd at this point. Are the Dragons making the finals, mate? I don't think so. Hunter Ryan. Uh, Jackson Ford, is he a buy? I think so, but he's another guy I'll be waiting till next week. Uh, if you buy him this week and he gets injured, suspended, plays less minutes this week, whatever the hell it might be, you never know. Maybe a near Corey or someone was carrying a bit of an injury, so they just eased him in. You just, just wait to see for two weeks. It's a very small sample size for everyone to be jumping all over guys and selling guys left, right, and center. Just wait the extra week, see how it all plays out, and then make a rash decision after that. Do you reckon Angus will return this season? I really hope he does, mate, uh, but I'm starting to wonder if he will. And I, pro- If I had to put money on something, I'd probably say he wouldn't. If you're a super coach draft player, I would probably sell him, to be honest with you, or try and trade him because I just, even if he does get back, are we going to get Angus at his very best? I don't think the Roosters are going to push him to be at his absolute best this year. We know that the Roosters, they will take care of their players. They'll take really good care of them. And I think Angus, he'll be another classic example of that. So I'm not overly confident. Tohu Harris or Wilton, who's a better buyer for super coach? right now. I think Wilton, mate, obviously Torhu had a huge game last week. I just can't see him playing those huge minutes every single week, to be honest with you. And I think Wilton, uh, especially with Wade Graham out now, I think that opens up that spot for him. I I don't think it can be taken off him. I think it was his for 80 minutes anyway, uh, but that just about locks it in for the next few weeks. And Wilton, I think he scored 66 or something with a try. Uh, So that's, you know, 50-odd points in base, but he's going to score a try every three or four weeks. That's the sort of guy he is, and that's the sort of team he's in. So Wilton, for me... Will the Warriors be unbeaten at home this season? I really hope so, mate. I'd love to see it. I said a few weeks ago on Bloke that I would love to see uh, New Zealand build a real fortress out there once again like it used to be, a place that you didn't want to go to play footy. Uh, I think that's sort of fallen off in the last few years. Obviously, I haven't been there for the few years before this year, but I just think in general it's fallen off a little bit. Red Rooster destroys KFC. Uh, Donnie, you're being different for the sake of being different, please. Uh, do a die for Flano this year? I think so, Aaron. I definitely think so, mate. Uh, I think this is the year for Flano where he has to really step up and deliver. I believe they've got huge raps on this young car, Oluwapu. I'm not sure how you pronounce the last name. Apologies, mate. I've only read it in papers. Uh, but, yeah, I noticed that he played in the Wales Cup last week. Looked pretty good. He's been named on the extended this week. So uh, I think there's a world where he could come in for Flano over the next few weeks. Is he the answer? I don't think so, to be honest with you. I think he's very young, very raw. I also just don't think he's a genuine halfback. I think he's more of a 5'8". So you're going to be running with two sixes, which can work. You look at, you know, the Melbourne Storm, they've sort of got two running ball players there. Uh, But I just, I think Burton needs a guy like a Chad Townsend, like an Adam Reynolds. I think that Kyle Flanagan's in that same column, but he's obviously a lot further down than those guys. Uh, So we'll see how it plays out. I still think they can be successful with Flano, but... 
Flano has to nail all those little things that he has to do exactly right, uh, like what a Chad Townsend does, for example. Uh, Hopgood to join Queensland. Damn, yeah, I reckon he will play for Queensland this year, mate. Uh, I was a bit hesitant to call it in the preseason uh, like I did with Cotter, just because I think the Queensland team is pretty stacked. But to be honest with you, uh, just off his first game in his trials, Hopgood's, I think, a little bit better than what even I even assumed, and I've been... Uh, cradling the nuts for quite some time. Uh, do you think the Cowboys can hold their spot in the top four this year? I have them fading a bit and finishing sixth at best. Uh, I don't think they'll fade. I think six at worst will be where they'll finish. I think they'll definitely be a top six side, mate. Uh, who wins, Rabbits or Panthers and Storm and Dogs? Oh, I'm going to take the Panthers, mate, just with the Bunnies missing a heap of middles. I'm take the Panthers. I'm going to take the Melbourne Storm uh, just because Canterbury weren't overly impressive and I just think Melbourne will find a way. Um, is the 80-minute hooker a thing of the past? Potentially, mate. Depends on the team. Like, I I think in the Origin Arena, I don't think you'll see Queensland run with one hooker for a very long time. I think it'll always be Ben Hunt and Harry Grant. I think when Ben Hunt's gone, it'll be Reid Marnie and Harry Grant. So I think in, in rep level, you'll probably see it. But New South Wales, I reckon there's a real chance that Reese Robson is the 80-minute nine there for New South Wales and they go for a Jack White or someone at 14. It could be a cookie or an appy. But I just, with Jack White and Matt Burden, Nico Hines, all these guys that can't make the side at the moment, you want to have one of them in the 14 jersey, in my opinion. So it wouldn't surprise me uh, if Reese Robson is probably the best guy to play 80 minutes, realistically. Cookie you could have there. But I reckon nowadays there's probably a little bit more upside in Reese Robson. Uh, who's your captain this week? Haven't had a look yet, mate. Um, tough week, though. Teddy's got the Warriors. I'm not, I'm not convinced he's going to go huge there. Manly's got the bye. Cleary plays the Bunnies. Fuck yeah, it's a tough week. We'll have a look at it on Beers and Break Evens. I'm going to plan out that show tonight. Uh, so we'll go in depth on our captains tomorrow. But yeah, not too sure. Um, surely go for the Dolphins Guru, seeing you don't have a team. Yeah, it's probably a fair shout. Uh, I won't. I just like to stay um, pretty neutral, to be honest with you. But uh, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't cheering on the Dolphins every week because I want them to be successful. I want them to be relevant. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not going to uh, become a... Proper uh, Dolphins member. Uh, fan either. Munster for Ponga. Yeah, I don't mind it, mate. I've got KP. Uh, obviously a pretty good score last week, 72, and he missed 10 minutes off the park, and they didn't play well. So if Newcastle can somehow improve, fantastic. He's got a pretty good run as well that I think he can score a few points. I think he can... Um, I think he can pull apart that Tigers right edge a little bit this week. You saw what uh, Fafita and Foz did do it last week. I think KP can do similar. So I think he's a really good pick this week. Subway toasted or fresh. Don't waste my time. Has to be toasted. Does Jaden Sullivan keep his 5'8 spot now that Amon is back? I don't believe so. I think it will be Telltale Moan uh, when he's ready to go. Uh, New Year, same old bunker bullshit with Fano Simbin. Yeah, I wasn't stoked with that Simbin. Didn't make sense to me. Uh, and you know what? I'm always the first to say like... When referees live are making decisions that don't make sense or decisions we don't like, oh, I can let that stuff go. But when you're sending it upstairs to the bunker and they watch it three or four times and they come up with that decision, I, I just thought it was bullshit. So, um, yeah, tough pill to swallow there. I feel for you Canterbury fans. I don't think you would have won the game, but you were kind of hanging in there to some extent until that, and then that really sunk you. SOS or Dwayne, uh, Dwayne 100%. Uh, up the fucking Warriors, how good. Uh, thoughts on Reese Walsh will look this year. Really excited about Reese Walsh. Mate, I think it's a really good signing by the Broncos. A lot of Warriors fans give him a lot of shit. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something, but I think he's a great player, and I think he's going to do really well up there at Brisbane. Uh, new to the page, who do you support anyone, mate? No, I don't, mate. Don't have a team I go for. Just love the game. 
Oh, what do you think of Jack Bird playing 13, worth a gig? Uh, yeah, I, I just – what happens when Jack DeBellin comes back? Does Jack Bird get shifted back out to the edge or whatever? Um, yeah, I don't know. I love Jack Bird at 13, uh, and I know that his stats were really good there last year, but I just – I don't, I don't know if you want to take any Dragons players with attacking upside. Uh, he's not a guy that gets through a stack of base either. So, I don't know. It just seems like a bit of a punt for me, mate. But if you back it, go for it. Uh, chances of Penrith picking up Young's signature for one year to replace Taylor May. I doubt it, mate. I don't think Newcastle would let him go at the moment. Thoughts on Dave Fafita re-signing with the Titans. We'll have a podcast coming tomorrow, or if you're listening to this on the podcast, it'll be coming later today. So, stay tuned for that. Uh, can Cowboys win the comp? Love the stuff, Guru. Thanks, Bailey. I think they can. What's the truth with the Nico injury? Uh, I'm hearing very mixed reports. As I said to you guys when, when, when I broke it, I think there's a chance he could miss up to a number of weeks. It's now round two and he wasn't on an extended. Um, I don't think it's looking great. Do I think he'll miss two months? Probably not. But it wouldn't surprise me if this injury pushes on till round four, round five. And I don't know, does he come back? Full like all ready to go. I don't know. Does he goal kick when he returns? Does he come off the bench? I don't know. So for those of you that started with Nico Hines in Classic, I really think it was a, a very unnecessary gamble and a gamble with very little to gain. Uh, it, all it could have done was end your season early, which unfortunately I think it might. It's a bit of a pain in the ass. Uh, who's your... S- Who's your hours for Supercoach and your ins? Good God, bro. You have to rewrite that. I don't know what you're asking me. Uh, do you think Tigers bounce back this week? Oh, I've got no idea with that Newcastle game, mate. I've I've got no idea. I won't be betting on it or anything. I'll just be sitting there watching that one and enjoying it. I, I wouldn't have a clue what's going to happen in that game. Uh, is it worth leaving Hines in? No, I'd bite the ball. Oh, fuck, I don't know. I mean, if he comes back next week, you'll message me and say, hey, you told me to sell him. I don't know when he's back. I, I personally have very little sympathy for anyone that's sitting there with Nico Hines because I can't believe you brought him last week. It seems wild. And I honestly, I don't know what to do. I don't know what the right answer is. Uh, what have we got? Roosters have been an ill-disciplined team for years. Added cheese. They've got some work to do. Yeah, they're, they're ill-disciplined, but, I mean, there's there's ways to be a successful team being ill-disciplined as well. And if your defense is good enough, you can back yourself. I think we also – that whole ill-disciplined thing comes down to how many penalties they get. You know, the Telegraph and all that shoot out that stat every year. But it leaves out a lot of context. Where are they giving away penalties? How early in sets are they giving away penalties? I mean, I think the Roosters are a smart side. They're well coached. I think they'd be giving away a lot of penalties off scrums, a lot of penalties early in sets, et cetera, et cetera, uh, to win the ruck early. So – Yes, I understand that they, they lead all those stats and all that bullshit that all, all the media wants to throw down your throat, but they always leave out the context of where and when those penalties are given away, which is what the Roosters do best, realistically. Uh, do you think Jacob Little can reach his potential at the Dragons? I fucking hope so, but Mozambique named it Hooker this week. We told you all off-season, just be aware of the Dragons because Hooker could name and buy at 7, 6, 9 or 1. Jacob Little's fallen through the cracks because he's named him at 9, so God knows, mate. Um, do we move from Cheese or Teddy? Definitely not Teddy. Probably not Cheese either. He had HIA in that game. Uh, it, was, it wasn't pretty, uh, but he'll, he'll be better for the run. Just remember, with all these Supercoach guys, they are the same dude they were 10 days ago when you were confident enough to put them in your team. So you don't pull everything apart after one game, uh, unless it was something that is so obvious, like minutes, like Pele played eight minutes for no real apparent reason. I can understand you pulling him out, but he's bargain, you know, he's bargain price anyway. Selling Teddy would be fucking crazy, personally, I think. Is Elias a buy? 
I don't know. I, I want to see it for more than one week from Ilias in the halfback spot. We know that if that left edge starts to shine again, he, he won't get much ball. So I know it's a great first week. And once again, I said it before, it's the first week. So that big score will be in his rolling average for one week for one price rise, and then it'll be out. So if he goes 30, 40, 50 over the next few weeks, you're actually going to make no money off Ilias. So just be aware. Egan Butcher, a keep, will go someone like Katoa. Keep Egan Butcher. He will come good. Don't panic. He will come good. I'm ranked top 500. Super happy. That's Unreal, Jay. Well done, brother. Uh, no matter what round it is, to be in the top's an unreal feeling. It's great. Uh, you obviously want to be there at the back end of the season if you are at the top. Uh, like, oh, I've got a mate that's sitting 800 at the moment, and normally that's a bit of a red flag, but I look at his team, and I think he's well-equipped for the rest of the year. He just made some really good choices. So sometimes being at the top early can be bad, but if you're at the top early and you've actually planned for the future, it's an unreal spot to be in. Is Andrew Webster coaching influence going under the radar? Yeah, probably, mate. I don't really know enough about Webby, though, to make that comment. Uh, I feel like no one's talking about it, though, which is uh, a bit strange. Um I really hope we look back at a few months ago, fuck, that was the most underrated thing about 2023 that no one spoke about was this guy. Um, all right, guys, I'm going to scroll right to the bottom. There's a lot of questions there. I've had to trade Kickout of Cam Murray. I get that. I, I wouldn't have picked Kickout in the first place, mate, so I can understand you making that trade. Who's your halves for Supercoach and Hooker? Hooker at the moment, I've got Sonny Luke and Cheese. Halfback, I've got Nath Cleary and Tanner Boyd. Kind of wish I went Katoa, but anyway, that's okay. Uh, and then, yeah, there's those two spots. How good was Josh King? He was unreal, mate. I was really, really impressed with him. Which coach do you think gets sacked first? Uh, I reckon if Newcastle lose this week, you could see AOB in some trouble pretty quickly, but it's hard to go past uh, Hook Griffin at the Dragons. But we'll see what he can do. I need one of those hats gurus. Yeah, corduroy hats. Uh, they'll be coming soon. This one's a bit dirty. I've been wearing it into the ground. Uh, but stay tuned. There will be more of those coming. Uh, Sam Walker or Adam Dwayhe. Uh, Dwayhe for me, mate. Um, chuck the C on Jackson Ford. Scale of 1 to 10. How cooked I am. You're pretty high, mate. You're pretty high on my scale. Congratulations to you. Uh, anyone in your side you're really worried about? Yeah, Tanner Boyd I wasn't stoked with, but I'm happy to give him a week. Campiera, <laughs> that was pretty disappointing. Uh, but he's, he's basement price anyway. Uh, and that, that score only stays in his rolling average for one week. If he can score two tries in the next three weeks, it doesn't really matter. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how that goes. What's to go with Howarth? I don't know, mate. I'm not sure. Is Osako a buy? Not for me. Um... I don't know. I, I want to see it for a few weeks from the Dolphins, not just one week. Is it bad? I'm contemplating checking the C on Hopgood. I, I, I've seen a lot of people go, he's a captain option, he's a captain option. I don't know if he plays those minutes every single week. I don't know if he goes to extra time. It's also his first game for the club, so... I just I love Hopgood more than anyone else, as you guys know. But the captain shout, geez, I I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. But I think that if you're going to captain him, it's probably the next two weeks until Matter returns. But once Ryan Madison returns, I don't see him playing the full eighty minutes. Sonny Luke versus Tanner. I would rather have Sonny Luke. Is Timmy scared of the Dolphins ambush by hiding at Leichhardt this Sunday? Yeah, he's a fucking coward, isn't he? He's probably he probably is hiding out there. If you missed uh, bloke in a bar, I've got one of the fins sent down from Suncorp the other day. Uh, and if the Dolphins knock over the Raiders this week, Timmy's going to scull a bloke out of the fin. So that'll be unreal. Uh, Captain Hopgood this week, but won't be on this. 
Huge balls. Well done to you. Thoughts on Mason Teague, not for Supercoach. Hoping he has a good game. Absolutely love Mason Teague making his debut for the Penrith Panthers. Uh, Penrith Panthers. For the Dolphins, he's from the Penrith Panthers. Very, very excited to see him go around. Did Hayes Perham even play? Serato needs to bite the bullet and move Avarillo. Yeah, I don't know. Look, I'm not impressed with Hayes Perham as it stands right now. I wasn't in the trials either, but... You've spent all preseason there. There's obviously something that the Canterbury Bulldogs see in Hayes Perham to play him there. So if you're going to do it all preseason, I don't think I'd be biting the bullet right now. I'd see how it plays out. Tom and Eddie, welcome on, boys. Uh, thoughts on Alamotti? Yeah, mate, I've been a big fan of him for a number of years now. Um, yeah, I probably thought he was a little bit more ready than what it looks like he is, to be completely honest with you guys. Uh, but I think he'll, he'll just develop as the season goes, and I think he'll be a very good player for a very long time. Teddy or CNK at fullback this week? Teddy for me, mate. Uh, CNK, not a traditionally a great super coach scorer, realistically. Uh, always does okay, but not not in that class of James Tedesco, Tommy Turbo, those sort of guys. Olukawatu over Tohu Harris took an early round one punt. Olukawatu with the bye this round just looked lazy already. Uh, I don't know if I'd say he looked lazy. Oh, I took a punt on him as well. I, I don't think he looked lazy by any means. That's probably the worst way to describe Olukawatu, to be honest with you. Uh, but, yeah, I, it's just you, you knew he had the buy, so did I. So you sort of got to sit and wait this week. Uh, I think the I think the high-scoring games will come from Olukawatu, but I sure as fuck wouldn't be calling him lazy. Trade Frank Pelle. Yeah, I can understand if you do. I'm going to watch him for one more week. It's also front row forward, so, you know, gives a fuck. Um, is, is Marnie a shout for Brandon Smith? Not for me. I want to see more out of Canterbury. Shout out to St. Helens, World Club Champions. Yeah, well done to you. Very nicely done. I'm still wearing it for that. Uh, is it the year of the bird? Hope so for the boys. Um. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, fuck, they're impressive at the moment. <laughs> Credit to them. I was very worried about when uh, Tony Steves came on, but he's been very good so far. So uh, what have we got? Hammer in. No, thank you. I will be avoiding Hammer. Just remember, too, with Hammer, that if he doesn't score in the next three weeks, he'll average about 25 and that big score from round one will be out. Uh, did you have a team as a young fella? No, nah, I'm also supported players as a young fella, to be honest with you, mate. Um, not that much dissimilar to what I do now, realistically. Tapanay not worth the price tag? I don't think so. You're playing Ricky Stewart roulette with minutes and whatnot. I think at some point this year, if there's injuries and stuff, Tapanay becomes very, very appealing, but not right now for me. All right, guys, I am going to hit the road. Uh, this entire audio will be available on the Rugby League Guru podcast tomorrow morning. If you missed any of it, we'll be there tomorrow morning. Beers and break-evens, 3 p.m. tomorrow afternoon on YouTube. Big episode there, round one review, panic stations. We'll see what Timmy Williams is up to. Go through my trades. Plenty to go through there. And remember, guys, uh, if you haven't joined our group yet for Beers and break-evens, there's $5,000 up for grabs there, 5 k if you join that group. I think there's about 
about 12,000 in there at the moment. There's a lot of people in there. Uh, but if you come second out of 160,000, you get 5K. If you come first out of our 12, 15,000, wherever it ends up, 5K courtesy of Blue Wealth Properties. So pretty exciting stuff. I think the code is 35374-something. Go to our YouTube, go to last week's episode, or keep an eye on the episode tomorrow. We'll have it on the screen for you guys to join. It's a super coach group, not a league. Group, can't say that enough. Don't fuck it up. Uh, it's pretty simple. All right, guys, thanks for joining us once again. We'll talk to you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.